Hello and welcome to the Mighty 90s Movie and TV Podcast. I'm Simon and just before we get into this episode, in case this is the first time that you have heard of us, I just want to let you know how we operate. So we are a traditional audio-based podcast that focuses on 90s movies and TV shows. Half of our episodes is myself, Simon, and my co-host Dom going through these 90s movie and TV shows, reminiscing, going through, analysing, scene-by-scene, reviews, trivia, all of that good stuff. And the other half of our episodes, we're lucky to be joined by cast members or people from the crew or production, from the movies or TV shows that we're covering to hear their perspective on things. So we've decided that now, going forward, if we have an episode where we're joined by a cast member or someone from production etc or just a guest in general that we are going to also release the video content of that onto youtube so regardless whether we have a guest on or not we will always release the audio content onto all of the major podcast platforms so you can find our podcast on itunes spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, anywhere you can find podcasts you'll be able to find us under the mighty 90s And we have a great back catalogue on there as well with special guests on that we just weren't clever enough at the time to record the the videos. We can't share the video, but if you want to go back and listen to some of those, we had Rule D. Lewis, who played Junior Bevel in Cool Runnings. We've had Brandon Baker, who played Johnny in Johnny Tsunami. We had Matt Doherty, who played Averman in the Mighty Ducks trilogy. Marcus Toji, who played Marcus in The Little Giants. And then loads of other episodes that we've done that it's just me and Don. So if you'd like to find any of that stuff or any of the audio of the podcast, you can find all of that wherever you find your podcast. If you enjoy it, please rate, review, subscribe. Let us know what you think. Let us know of other guests or movies you'd like us to cover. And hope you enjoy this episode of The Mighty 90s. Hello and welcome to The Mighty 90s Movie and TV Podcast. I'm Simon. I'm Dolph. I'm Todd. I'm Shauna. And on this episode, we are diving into The Little Giants. Welcome to the Mighty 90s movie and TV podcast, where it's always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move upstairs and settle in, as tonight's movie for debate is The Little Giants. So Dom and I are honoured uh today to have two special guests with us we have of course todd bosley who played jake in the little giants and of course potentially the most important fictional sports character of all time (laughs) jordan waldron becky icebox o'shea welcome to the show Hey. Right. You got a lot to live up to there, Shauna. You're making me blush right now. God, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I did you a disservice on that intro. I kind no, of. No, no, no. No, it was perfect. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> I'm also suddenly very aware that every now and again when I move here, that you can see Nicolas Cage in the background. Oh, it's fantastic. As, as you should, like, you know. I mean, I'm assuming he is why you both got into acting in the first place, right? Of course. Yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. Dude, come on. Yeah. How Sonic, many? Don't you, don't you have like a, a book owned by Nick Cage? Huh? Didn't you, go to, didn't you go to an estate sale from Nick I Cage? I did. I went to Nicholas Cage's estate sale and I <laughs> bought, <laughs> I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, I have to go to this. And uh, it was like a, so weird, like a mix of Western motif with like maybe 
15th century antique renaissance like this <laughs> is the two just like did it was amazing i actually got this um book by chris uh crispin glover the father from back to the future yeah that's signed by him and everyone's like oh there's this weird occult book and i was like oh really <laughs> let me let me see that and i was like this isn't a cult i mean it's it's definitely odd because crispin glover is a wonderfully odd just fascinating man so anyway i bought the book and i I have it he like autographed it to a nicholas cage's wife but yeah that was one hell of a thing beautiful house so weird estate sales are so weird because you know you're just walking through a snapshot of somebody else's life for like one second and is it weird that I imagined him signing it to Nicolas Cage's wife and that he actually wrote out to Nicolas Cage's wife? He just wrote it. I could see that happening. I could see that happening. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Actually, I, he stood behind me in line at the drink cart at the Ghost World premiere, and I was like, I wanted so badly to say how great he was, but I just didn't want to bother him, you know? But he's cool. He's a cool, kooky guy. That's that's amazing. I would love to go to a sale of Nicolas Cage's things. How amazing. <laughs> I bought so much stuff. <laughs> Can you tell us more? Like what what do you have? To oh God, no, it was just like right, sorry, I didn't I didn't mean to open up this bag of worms there, Sean. <laughs> no, no. Actually, my friend um Brandon Bird, I don't know if you've ever he's an artist. He does um all this like pop culture stuff. He has a picture of a snow monkey holding its baby and the baby is like looking right at the camera and the the baby has Nicolas Cage's face it was it was in the in the background of difficult people which is like one of the most amazing tv shows ever um but anyway uh that's that's like I actually have a I have a couple of Nicolas Cage artwork pieces myself he's amazing like you're either going to get like the most amazing Oscar worthy performance or just like a batshit crazy. He's had a bad day, but still has to. He, he never does anything half assed. It's always. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what you're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus and I, we used to watch, you know, the, his, his horrible, like, straight to Netflix movies. And yeah. there was one, I think, called Rage or something like that. And we're like, the whole movie, we're like, all right, when when is he gonna uncage the beast? And then he does. You're like, yes, uncage <laughs> the beast. <laughs> we've uh, we've covered quite a, a couple of Nicolas Cage films, Con Air. We just did Face yeah. Off, and it's it's kind of a running joke that that I love him. Um, and it's not a joke. It's it's not a joke. This is not oh. a joke. This is a fact. You are in love with the guy. He's great. He's great. I don't blame <laughs> you. I mean, what well, guy? My wife is aware of it. She knows it's, it's an understanding, you know. But uh, she knows we're hopping on a plane and leaving her. She comes around. She doesn't have a picture on the wall. I've noticed your wife does not feature, but Nicolas Cage does. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the office I work in for like like my nine to five job, and so sometimes I'll just be sat here working, and if I'm you know a little bit bored, I'll just look over and just a little smile at Nicolas Cage and feel a little bit better inside. You've but, seen the meme where you can blow on it and his hair moves, right? Of course. <laughs> what, yeah. what? Todd, come on. You've what? seen it. Airflow on his hair. Blow on the screen and his hair like moves. No, I haven't seen that one. Okay, I'll send I, it to you later. I, I, I've seen the, the trying to feed Ryan Gosling one. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Trying to feed Ryan Gosling cereal. You haven't seen that one? No. 
<laughs> send that to me and I'll send you the other one. Okay, good. Deal. Just yeah. to say, just that, that is Simon's office. And it's where before lockdown began, we would do our podcasts and stuff like that together. So we'd be sitting in the same room. And there is quite a bit of little giant stuff in that room as well. So although you can only see the Nicolas Cage and the Lost stuff, there's little giants. So there's, there's, a, <laughs> awesome. there's a sports card that's got um, icebox on it. So it's you, Sean, and there's a few other bits. Oh, on, wow. On as well. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I, I don't think I've even ever seen those. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. Do you know, Shauna, that you have a like a sports card, like a baseball type card? Really? This is in this. Oh wow! No, <laughs> that's cool. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll, do, I'll Google that later. That's interesting. I'm sorry they wow. didn't have one of you, or I would have got it, Todd. I would have. Uh, <laughs> these were done by an artist in San Francisco, uh, San Francisco, and they uh, they're sort of of fictional sports characters they have them of like the mighty ducks and wow and lot and my hair i gotta wash my hair <laughs> sorry, <that's laughs> yeah. sorry i just realized i'm like jesus christ as i'm looking at myself i know it's like i that's haven't gotten cool. a haircut in two months this is like oh god <laughs> i wonder uh, I'll, I'll take a look and see who they've got i know a couple of people from different things maybe the maybe they've got ones of them yeah well that's quite a special thing um and that's really cool <laughs> I'm looking up here because I've got quite a few of them up there, but um, I think that you are you're one of three of like female characters. Um, so I think that's what makes your character and the movie even more prolific is that it's centering around a female protagonist in sport and yeah. she's the best player like on both teams. So it's not even just about that you know like where you've got female characters in the mighty ducks that don't even really play into it they're just like in the background like i mean you must have heard that before (laughs) yeah they're great though i mean and i i actually grew up figure skating so having a i don't know the figure skater in the mighty ducks i thought was really cool when i watched it i i thought that was cool but but i i do i know exactly what you what you mean though i I know what you're saying Not to diminish the other characters, but yeah, she is one of the few that, um, you know, doesn't give a shit. (laughs) 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 Who's like, you know, who uh, actually knows how to play and wants to and is independent. And yeah, it's, (laughs) it's, I I, I always see it as as something very special. It's, It's special. Todd, were you, how did you get into acting? Because uh, we had Marcus Toji on an episode, which was awesome. So firstly, if this is your first time listening to our podcast, we have done a whole episode on the Little Giants going through scene by scene uh, with Marcus Toji. And it was a great honor and pleasure to have him, uh, to have him on. Um, and yeah, so there's great insight into that. And he was telling us, Todd, that you were uh, best man at his wedding. I was, I was, yeah, um, yeah. That was that was something. I, I I don't know if he told you the story about uh, the, the the rap party uh, after after Little Giants had, had okay, oh, okay. This is the this is the story. I, I the speech I gave uh, at his wedding. Um, I I always tell tell to everybody because uh, it's it's uh, a great story. Um, so we had finished. We we had shot for close to five months and it, you know it was a very long shoot you know it was yeah, super long. Uh, very very slow going 
Um, and uh, so we were filming and then they had the, they scheduled the rap party for, you know, the, to celebrate end of filming. But unfortunately, I don't know who planned it, but they, they scheduled the rap party when there was still a week of shooting left to go. And so the party was happening and then uh, Shauna and Marcus and a bunch of the other kids uh, uh, decided to go play some soccer. Because uh, <laughs> we were filming the, the last uh, football scene. It was uh, filmed at this equestrian center in Burbank, California, that they converted the, into like this, this football field. So we went into some like other like indoor arena, like horse arena to play soccer. And Marcus, being the wise man that he is, uh, decided to make me the goalie. And <laughs> uh, you know how, 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 how big I was <laughs> in those days. I was, I was, uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, that's, Sean is very accurate, uh, that big, and, which, which I always say, it's like, it's just, it's just not even good in a strategy sense. Todd shouldn't even be playing soccer. Yeah, you need to get the alone big be the guy, guy that people are kicking a ball at. No. So anyway. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah! Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so literally the first, the first ball that's hit my way that I try to block, I block with my hand and it snaps my wrist. I break my wrist. I mean, just right back. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So then, so then, you know, I had to go to the hospital, get it, get it casted up, and a week of shooting left. So if you notice, the scene where we're we're all like on the monkey bars. I don't know why, but for some reason, we shot that scene like months apart. So you'll see the wide shot of me going across the monkey bars and then it cuts to the close up of yeah. me before I drop down and you'll notice that all of a sudden I have long sleeves to cover up this cast. So it, yeah. It, it was, yeah, is it just one yeah. or is it both? It's been a while. What, what do you mean? Was it just one sleeve or was it both sleeves? Well, yeah, they, they, both, they had both sleeves just to, to make it you know, oh even, even even. Yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. Where we, yeah. Where we so, so that was the speech I gave is how, how Marcus broke my, broke my wrist. Uh, <laughs> Basically, you needed the pads that your, uh, that your mom in the movie tried to make you wear. If you'd had that playing soccer, you would have been fine. I know. I know. That, yeah. Nah, dude, that would have gone right. It still would have gone right through that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think weren't we playing with adults as well? And it was an I don't adult. I don't remember that. I, I just remember those kids. I just remember like it being ridiculously fast and oh my god, I was right next to you when I anyway. I heard <laughs> I heard, heard bone you don't forget bone snapping. Oh. Yeah, I, yep, I know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Me neither. <laughs> don't either. <laughs> still the, the one and only bone I've bro ever broken. So. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, can I ask how, how you guys got involved in, in Little Giants? Because assuming it was both of your like first credits or entry in, like was it something that you were part of like an agency or you were you know doing you know drama and performing arts at school or how how did you get into the Little Giants? You go first, Todd. I'm sure. Uh, we, well, I, I'm originally from Kansas City uh, and. Um, yeah, so it, it was kind of a, 
a weird thing. I when I growing up, I you know I, I was never really much of an athlete uh, for for obvious reasons. Uh, but um, <laughs> I uh, I took I took dancing classes, uh, like tap dancing classes and stuff when I was a kid, and and it was fun. But I think you know as time went on, it was more like I I, I enjoyed the I enjoyed being goofy and making people laugh while doing it. I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, in it to really become a truly, you know, great dancer. Uh, so I think the teacher uh, had, had, had told, told my mom like, Hey, you know, you should think about getting him an agent, you know, cause he's kind of a, he's a nat natural, you know, performer. And so she said, oh, okay. And so I, I got like a local, a local agent a local Kansas city agent. And I did like one local grocery store commercial. Uh, and then, and then my agent got, 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 you know, word of this nationwide search for, for little giants, this, you know, big Warner brothers movie. Yes. So I put myself on tape and sent it in. And then another, about a month later, I get, they, she gets a call back saying that they, 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 they want, want to see another tape from me. So I, I put myself a tape again and then another month or so goes by and then they said they wanted another, another tape. So I think I, I, I sent like four tapes in and then eventually they're like, we would like you to fly up to LA um, for, uh, for callbacks and, uh, and to uh, uh, meet, meet Steven Spielberg because it was his production company and he had, you know, final say on everything. So, uh, yeah, so, so I, I, I met him, auditioned for him, and then uh, flew back to Kansas City. And about a couple of weeks later, got the call that, that I, I had gotten it. So, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a nationwide search, so it took forever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I think they said there's something, they saw something like 10,000 kids or something. Yeah. Um, like, I, for my... From my first audition I was um I had just come I remember I was trying to like grow crystals on you know they have those like crystal they still have the sets where you can grow crystals on rocks you know for kids and uh I had just hefted this like massive boulder into the back of my parents truck uh trunk and I was just like, covered in dirt and all these other girls at the audition were wearing like jerseys and had like perfectly combed hair and I just looked like I got beat up <laughs> you know like and I remember my mom wanted me to, to brush my hair and I was like there's a dog in the hallway you know because the casting director had this big golden retriever and I'm like I just want to pet the dog you know <laughs> so she my mom was cool she wasn't one of those weird moms you know she was like all right do, do, do what you want <laughs> and um Dwayne came out Dwayne was the director Dwayne came out and saw me and, and talked to me and he's like that's he goes you that's when I wanted you to He's like, that's when I knew that like I wanted you to be in it. I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, Dwayne was like the, the the director was like the nicest guy in the world too. Um, but my, uh, my mom had my mom had the biggest crush on him. Yeah, <laughs> he was just a gentleman yeah. all around. Yeah, well, he's, you know, he's this long gray mane, and my mom's like, oh, he's so cool. Yeah, he's <laughs> just sure all the other people. I'm sure I could see that. Um, wasn't he like an editor for Star Wars and all that? Yep. He, like edited uh, for Return like, of the Jedi. Yeah, stuff, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Anyway, um, and he just edited the re recent Twin Peaks, which was right. like, blew my mind. Um, editing I still on haven't that. seen it, I gotta, I gotta see that, yeah. Dude, what? It's 
pod. Well, hey, what else are you going to do right now, man? PS4 <laughs> he hasn't plugged in. I'm like, please plug that in and we can play some Call of Duty. Like, what else are you doing right now? <laughs> Not a damn thing. Oh, God. Strangle your neck through the thing. Anyway, um, I, I came back for like, like four or five, six auditions before they were like, okay, we want you, but we're literally going to go to like every other every other state and look <laughs> before yeah, yeah. yes. Well, I was gonna say, it's like, I, I don't know if I ever told you the story, like uh, a couple of years ago, I think I was, I was in Nashville uh, and I was just at some bar and this guy comes up to me and it's like, hey, this is gonna sound weird, but uh, I was originally cast as your part in that movie. Yeah. Which is weird because I because I vaguely remember when I, when we were doing the whole callbacks thing, meeting this other kid and then yeah, I was gonna, that's what I was just about to get to. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, because like, but he was never cast. No, um, so they cast B first, and then mm -hmm. they I had, um, I had like test auditions with like Michael Rapaport and uh, who else? Somebody else. That would have been a very different film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Randy freaking Quaid. Randy Quaid, right? Randy Quaid and Michael Rappaport. And Gary Busey. Uh, and uh, crazy test auditions with them. And then they brought in two of each of your guys' character and had us hang out to see who got along, who right. had, like, chemistry. And they were like, who do you like? And I was like, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. Cause we all like hung out. Like right. we had that big, we had that big photo shoot, remember? Yeah. Which I think they ended up using those photos for the poster, right? No, cause I remember, if you remember, Brad, my brother is in the poster. Is he? Yeah. He, you don't see his face. You just see his like his butt and like, in like the front, he was one of the cowboys. No, no, uh, no. He's at the, the very back. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he's the the very the closest one to Ed O'Neill uh, because, because right there now. were there were like Thank short <laughs> there were short kids and, and he was there and they're like hey get 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 this uh, outfit on. All right, we're googling this. Just, there's a couple things in there. You got to let us unpack some of this. You're dropping bombs here, <laughs> And also, my brother is in the movie. Uh, yeah. If you, guys, if you guys notice the um, the whole train track scene, when you know the whole montage of getting the the new kids and one by one they they walk up uh, to join the group. Um, uh, um, the the um, Johnny's character. Yeah, jo Johnny Venaro. Uh, his character. You right there, Todd. Um, what? You're right there on the poster. Uh, no, I, I I know I'm in there, but Brad is Brad is in there. What? Brad is the the cowboy at the very back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, no. So so my brother. So my brother. Uh, so the, the, the day they were filming the the train track scene, for some reason, uh, um, uh, J P Stoyer wasn't there. And and so my brother kind of vaguely looked like him, but not really. So they're like, "Hey, kind of had the same hair. Get, get on, get on his wardrobe." And and so like so we film him kind of in the background real quick, 
but if you if you if you look at it, you realize you could see that that is not him at all. Like, that is not the same same actor. But yeah. that's what they they used. Uh, <laughs> you could have held something over your brother, and that you were in a in a quality like early nineties kids. Oh no, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean movie, and he can say, "Oh no, I was in it too." <laughs> no, yeah, no, I mean, he he auditioned as well. He auditioned <laughs> uh, to be in it as well, and. He never got any callbacks, um, but but no, he he's but he was there, you know, pretty he's much on set. The whole time. Yeah, right here. Yeah. <laughs> like they're yeah. like, just stay behind Troy. Stay behind Troy. <laughs> <laughs> That's your brother. Yep. Uh, Hi, Brad. By the way. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Brad. Um, yeah, no, but he but he was on set like the whole time, so he, he and he he's a, he's a director, so he kind of got got more into the the behind the scenes aspect of it uh really good director but uh yeah that's really cool so shauna did you um audition for spielberg as well yeah yeah after all the waiting i mean months of waiting they're like so you can come in and meet him and if he likes you you'll you'll get the part and we're going oh if he likes me geez right, you know exactly. god i've only like grown up watching temple of doom over and over and right. over and you know every movie he's ever well yeah well, I, I remember because it was like right after jurassic park came out which i was yeah. obsessed with and yeah. i was just jurassic, I couldn't, when they said oh yeah you're gonna meet the guy who made jurassic park mind, as a 10 year old yeah I mean, as a ten-year-old, I remember just being like, "What did I just watch? Oh my god!" Yeah. The the only thing I the, the, the only thing I remember about meeting him was waiting in his arcade. Yeah. At Amblin. Two-story he, arcade. Yeah, he just he just had a two-story yeah. arcade of like all ar arcade games, and like that was okay. So cool. Just play around until we until we call you in, and then and then I remember bringing us in as, in groups, and so we lined up. And then Stephen would go down the line and introduce himself. He's like, "Oh yeah, I remember you." Or, "Hey, yeah, I remember you. You did a great job in this thing." And he comes up to me and goes, "Hi, I'm Stephen." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah I know." <laughs> that's well, that's a crazy, yeah. crazy thing to go to experience at such a young age. I mean, there really isn't much further heights to to travel as an actor. Oh no! Be auditioning for it's all downhill from there. No, no. <laughs> I'm just no. saying that you know that's like that's insane. And and you were selected, both selected for it, you know, by him and you know the casting. It's amazing. Like yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, I remember the second or third time I saw him, I went to like shake his hand. He's like, "Oh no, we're we're on hugging basis now," you know, just like <laughs> just such a good nice. He's just like I don't know a natural father to like yeah everybody. yeah I mean I, I I only I only actually met him that one time I mean I, I know he came to set a couple times I think I saw you him were, around you were there um, you were there when he came down and directed it was all the stuff it was yeah you were there it's all all the trial all the tryout stuff in the beginning he came down and basically was gave the directors so because the director and him were really good friends gave him some right right right. Pointers I mean, for, you mean for the for the callbacks you mean no when we were filming down by the lake for the first day the all the all the tryout stuff you know where we're all i wasn't in any of that oh that's right Jesus. <laughs> like a hot minute yeah like, <laughs> no, no I, I know i know he came it's came for like for the, that's right. I, no no I, I know he came for like for like the last football scene i remember like him 
you know, I, I think I was doing something. I remember he point, pointed at me, right. waved or whatever. But but no, but like, but I do, but I you hear stories. You know, he he was like kind of like my champion in that movie because like because there was there were rewrites every day. I mean, oh, God, were, yeah. I think there were something like fifteen writers on that movie. I have the original script, by the way. Oh yeah, I I I'm I'm probably do somewhere as well, but yeah, no, like it was things were being rewritten every day, and like like even who who got the last the the final touchdown changed like probably half a dozen Dude. times. Uh, and there were there were times where I was supposed to where Devin and I were supposed to kiss, we were supposed to high five, or we were supposed to hug. And I think we ended up like holding hands and like jumping up and down for a second. Like nobody knew what the hell. Nobody. Knew <laughs> nobody. Yeah. Which is funny because I get some girls who are like, oh my God, you're so lucky you got to kiss Devin Sawa. Who's like my brother. So I'm so happy we ended up never having to. <laughs> uh, but I was like, we never kissed. That's just in your own mind. That, you know, you, you <laughs> You're, you're watching the two people who are kissing. And, yeah, yeah, I'm like, y'all think about Casper. Yeah, um, like because yeah, because they they originally had had somebody else as uh, yeah as junior for a while like, for a while yeah for, for like a month they filmed I feel like trained with us yeah. right no was that his first that was that was his first thing right. I think yeah I don't I I forget how nice long nice long guy long. just uh, yeah just the that chemistry was weird. yeah that was weird. So as as actors as actors then and as actors now, when they when they decide to to completely change a cast member, and you have to do loads of reshoots, are you like, okay, it's quite easy because I know already know what to do. I just have to hope they do, or is it this is a nightmare because I've I've already done this? Well, there's I remember I, I totally remember this distinct sense of loyalty between the kids with being like, you know, we're not going to be nice to the new guy, you know. We're, <laughs> this isn't fair, you know? And then Devin came in and it was like, hey, how you doing? It's not his fault, you know? Like, yeah. we're just kind of like, what are you gonna do? Well, yeah, and Devin was a lot older than us too. So it was kind of, you know, he had he had a different, you know, air about him, you know. It was, it was yeah, he was 15, I was 12, you were 10, you know? Yeah. It was just yeah. like, he was like this older, older brother kid that right. was like, let me punch you in the arm because you're so, he was so annoying. I mean, you can imagine a 15 year old boy, you know? Yeah. Hi, Devin, sweetheart. But he definitely wasn't a romantic interest for me at the time. Right. He had absolute perfect hair, though. Well, I mean, I don't know if I'm, I'm I don't know if I'm talking uh, out of school, but uh, Shauna uh, and uh, Sam Horgan, Spike, had had a, a bit of a, a thing during shooting. He may have been cast because <laughs> I thought he was cute. Yeah. <laughs> when during the auditions, I was like that one. Yeah. <laughs> we described him in our little giants episode as like a miniature Biff Tannen from Back to the Future. Yeah. Well, now he's like a like what was that show? Geeks uh, or uh, uh, Beauty and the Geek. That was it. Yeah. He's one of the beauties. He was on the beauty. beauty. On <laughs> Yeah. Oh God, it's embarrassing, yeah. Todd. What? We we dated in like the twelve-year-old sense of like holding hands. No, I, I know. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just giving some hot goss. <laughs> That's good. And you guys were enemies, Spike and the Icebox. Like it's Romeo and Juliet. I know, I know, betrothed. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing that you two are, are still in contact and still friends. Was that something that you know just naturally 
you know, you had great chemistry when you first met and it just went throughout filming. You just stayed in contact. I mean, yeah. Do this, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I lived in Kansas. I, I didn't move out to LA yeah. until right after high school. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but then once I came out here, we, re we reconnected and, yeah. and, uh, yeah, I've been close ever since. Yes. It's, it's, <laughs> nice to, it's nice to see this. It's nice to see this side of it again. Um, cause when we spoke to Marcus, he, he spoke so highly and fondly of, of both you two. Uh, and obviously Todd, you were his, um, best man. And, but he, he spoke about how great your relationship still is, you know, as a collective, and it is nice to, you know, get to, I suppose, meet you two as well and see that that's, that's true. And, you know, it's, it, it's nice that even though that was, feels like a hundred years ago, you, you know, it's that you're still got that bond. Oh yeah. Yeah. Rick Moranis is a, a legend and someone that is beloved by everyone. I, I can't imagine a single person ever, you know, having anything but nice things to say about, Rick Moranis, and this is, uh, Marcus said the same. I mean, how did you guys find working with him in one of his last sort of live action movies before sort of semi-retirement? Todd, you wanna go first? Yeah, you go. <laughs> you go first. No, you go. I Rochambeau you. Okay. <laughs> right. One, one two, three. three. Gosh darn it, Ty on three. Why'd you hesitate? All right, start Wait, again. No, you, you won, you won. I, oh, I did? didn't. Oh, I won. Um, all right, you go first. <laughs> I'll take it. Anyway. Uh, no, I mean, uh, he, he was great. He was, he was very, very professional. Um, uh, I mean, I mean, if, I, if I'm being honest, uh, he, he didn't really interact with us a whole, a whole ton, uh, yeah. while, while filming. Um, he, uh, cause I know, I know, I know his, his, his wife was, ill or, yeah. or or had she had already passed uh i, I never passed. remember but she but, you know he just but yeah he, he was more focused on his his own kids because i know i know it was like in his contract that he know, had to you know been a lot be, be allowed to you know be on the phone with his kids for a certain amount of time each day um so he actually actually wasn't didn't hang around us a ton but but when, when he was around he was perfectly uh, uh professional and and yeah. And um, you know it's it very very easy to work. I mean, he, he he's such a pro. You know, it's um, you know very very easy to to work with. Um, yeah. yeah, I will. I'll I'll. It was because you know we all grew up watching him too. So there, you know, it was bittersweet. Can you, I mean, can you, even, can you just put yourself in his shoes? Can you even imagine? Being in that headspace, how can you even want to be funny, you know? Right. But, and I think that's why a lot of the rewrites came in because he just wasn't even in a headspace to be funny. Right. So right. he was like making it more about like the brother's struggle. And it's like really at the end of the day, nobody wants to see that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I remember when the movie was over, they were just going to bring out Ed and Rick to New York. And then all of a sudden they did like market testing and was like, oh, hey, they like the kids. <laughs> so they're like, last minute, got to get her on a plane out to New York for the press stuff. And he said to me, he was like, I'll never forget him being so, so nice to me. 
which I was like, what the hell is happening? Cause I'm used, <laughs> used to him being like very reserved, you know, like yeah. he kind of came in, did his stuff and, and would go, you know, and he was like, he was like, how do you like your movie? And I was like, my movie. And he was just like, yeah, your movie. And he was so nice and like in my face. And I just remember going, I don't understand what's happening right now. And, and I'm, I think about it now and I'm like, Jesus, they must have done all this market research and realized like, cause it was really about the kids to begin with. All oh, of yeah. your roles got cut down to nothing. Like mm. nothing. You were, I mean, you were all like just basic stereotypes of certain things. Like JP had like a whole scene about his dad being gone and all that stuff. And like, I had like, my whole audition scene was like four pages long of like convincing him to be a coach and it got cut down to me running in telling him he's going one line and then running back out and watching them having a scene from the street that was like a four page long scene between in, with the family mm -hmm. and uh i i don't think i think he realized that maybe after the movie was over i don't know like i just i just think he was in like a really weird headspace at the time and was kind of trying to do like a drama for some reason like mm -hmm. turning it in into but I, think that's, but I think that's also kind of helped the movie though it, it, it grounded it in a way like like, like i always say like i i like how ed's character is the antagonist but he's not really a bad guy like well, you he was know, never he, the bad guy right you all just had a couple more lines and they also weren't changing every i mean it was always don't bother learning your lines the night before because they're going to change by the morning oh yeah yeah <laughs> like like uh, it was just i mean it must have been a nightmare for the writers <laughs> it oh, must yeah. have been a bloody nightmare well yeah and what, um, and I, and I told you like like i mean yeah because there, there was tons of stuff that that you know it, it used to be o'shea family at the end and he had them change it to the o'shea brothers at the end i always bugged the shit out of me too right i was like yeah. so <laughs> i guess they cut becky out <laughs> right uh, yeah, got all this shit going just doesn't matter at all. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's like, yeah, no, I, no, I mean, yeah, because everything was changing so much. I remember, <laughs> I remember the first time, like, you know, I, I had a bunch of things that was, was I was supposed to do that they either cut out totally or gave to somebody else. Yeah. Um, like, I remember, uh, what was it? I, it was the, I think it was Danny's gag of like, holding on to the jersey being dragged it was originally going to be me and then they, they gave it to to danny and i remember my mom being so upset like my my, my mom my mom had no no sense of uh of uh of of anything she she she, she would go up to go up to Dwayne, you know yeah. easily and just and so i remember I wasn't there, but I heard the story. Like she, she went up to Dwayne and was like, "Come on, you know, he, that was his, you know, his biggest scene." And, and, and he was like, "We're gonna give him something else. Don't worry about it. You're gonna be okay." And then that was the, literally the next day was when I did the whole mirror scene, uh, which, which they, which I don't know if you guys know, was totally improvised. Like that was literally just they just they built this little set of my room. They, yeah. they moved everybody, you know, cameras in there. Dwayne was like, okay. You know, in my PJs, you know, no shirt on. It's like, all right, start flexing and just, just do, do whatever you do whatever you want. So literally for, you know, 30 minutes, 
you know, I would, I would just, you know, oh, I want the palm to up. That, 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 uh, I was just making that, that shit up. And, adorable. I remember, and I remember like, you know, so I was like, I shot for like, you know, what, you know, 30 minutes and, you know, after, after each long take, you know, they're to cut and everyone would just crack up. It was, it was, just, it was just applauding. And I think that was when, that was the moment I think that they thought, okay, we can give him more to do. And um, yeah, because I mean, I, I might be wrong, but I, I mean, I, I, I feel like maybe a quarter of my dialogue was ad-libbed. I'm pretty sure. Because like I said, like, it was so much rewrites. Like they, they, they didn't- Wasn't there a, wasn't there a, I remember like a dialogue coach at one point trying to like- Oh yeah, there, there was. Do a, a higher register and not have such a deep voice or something. And, and Me? You can, yeah, wasn't it something like that for like two seconds? And then the director was like, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, like, well, she I mean, told me not to, and he was like, "No, go back to it." Or something. I just remember. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, I've, I've, I've always had this, this weird deep voice thing. <laughs> but yeah, I think that was. Yeah, I remember thinking that was oh, ridiculous. Yeah, I, that. I was like, "How can you not do him?" Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. On our episode with Marcus, he was saying that he was at a hockey game. I think it was hockey, a hockey game with you once. Oh, yeah. They actually played on like the jumbotron, the, yes. the little giants doing the pump. Yeah, I, I was there. <laughs> I was at that game. It was my first Kings game awesome. <laughs> at Stable Center, and they had the, the flex cam. And so there's a montage of all you know different movies of people, where people flex. And then I come out, come out there, and I was like, whoa! I was like, should should I? Should, should I sue them? Like, <laughs> 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 should, I, should I be paying money for this? Like, <laughs> image, image rights, right there. Image yeah. rights. <laughs> oh my god. That's a good segue, actually, because um, so we've we've done a few of these with uh, with cast members from you know classic '90s movies. We had uh, Raul D. Lewis on from Cool Run-Ins. We had Matt Doherty on from The Mighty Ducks. We just had. Uh, Brandon Baker on here is Johnny Tsunami and um, you know all of these classics and two more to add to the to the Mount Rushmore but uh, with asking them without giving any specifics or anything obviously no specifics but now that these films are getting back into rotation in terms of like people our age are getting older having kids etc and they're going on to streaming services like I know Little Giants wasn't a Disney movie but you know they go on to Netflix and Amazon and whatever is this something where you start to, you know, get a little check in the mail every now and again because it's, you know, going back into circulation? Oh, it never stopped being in circulation. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you, <laughs> That's why it's still there. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. We 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 get residuals. You know. Yeah. You know. Every every couple months. Yeah. It's um, awesome. It's yeah. Nice. Like, I'm starting to think that me, me and Simon need to get ourselves apart in a film somewhere. Just like that will be a really niche little film, and then yeah. just earn a little bit of cash out of that every. I know, every yeah, show. that'd be great. Yeah. Well, well, actually, the, 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 the ball on a table, you know, you got like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well I, I did a couple episodes of Seinfeld when I was a kid too, and like that, like that's that was like the best gig I've gotten yeah. in terms of because like every month I'll get you know a check, and I'm like oh that was. I guess, yeah, I guess being on the biggest show ever is uh, pretty helpful. <laughs> yeah, so I think, I think your interaction with Robin Williams on 
Jack is still the Jack, best. Yeah. I'm gonna get water really quick. You should. Oh yeah, go, go, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's so funny that Shulan just said that because I really wanted to ask you about that tour. I know Don with as well because we're massive Robin Williams fans and. Oh you, yeah. You've been in loads, so many things, Todd, that I love. Um, <laughs> You, uh, you were in the OC at one point, right? I was. Wow. You didn't know the <laughs> OC. Wow. But J Jack was awesome. I mean, Jack, <laughs> okay, I mean, I will say, I mean, you know, if you, if you like, like Jack, that's awesome. I don't think Jack is a very good movie. <laughs> uh, uh, but the experience of making it was the best. Um, like, you know, I mean, Robin was, was the best, best person to work with, like, by far. Uh, of anybody who I, I've worked with, um, you know, just, I mean, he was just so kind and so uh, supportive and, and it, it, it never felt like work. I think that was like the main thing was like, because it was such, uh, you know, because you're, you're just fucking around the whole time. Like, you know, you have how such a great improviser he was and how, like he he wasn't he wasn't on all the time. Like I think that's kind of a misconception. Is like you know, uh, like like he's was when he was on talk shows. You just go off crazy and you know, and you, the the host would never have to even ask him anything. He would just go crazy. He wasn't really like that. I mean, he he if he heard something that he can make a joke out of, he'll go off you know for ten minutes. But generally, he was a very quiet kind of guy. But you know, but but I think he was, I think. I remember he, him saying that he kind of felt it was his responsibility to uh, entertain the crew, like when when things when days got long and stuff. Um, so like that that was mostly what, when he would you know go off was just you know to give to give the crew kind of a break you know. Um, it would take the pressure on him, responsibility. Oh yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, but that was yeah. I mean, that was all crazy, crazy as well. Because like I. Uh, yeah, because I was still still living in Kansas City when I got that as well. So it was like right after Little Giants, and I was at, at a summer summer camp. It was literally, it was like my, my one and only time I actually had a summer camp when I got the call to put myself on tape for Jack. So I literally, I just had some camp counselor put me put put me on tape, and and I and I ended up getting it. it was I was like, oh wow, okay, I guess <laughs> I I don't know. It, it was. So at, at times I'm like, oh man, if only I were young again. Like back in the good old days, it was seemed so easy to get these jobs. <laughs> as long as you're having a good time, Todd, and enjoy. Oh yeah. At some point, we have to get you back to talk about Treehouse Hostage. Oh my God. <laughs> Treehouse Hostage. Is that good? Is that a good expression or a bad expression? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. It, 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 sure, I'm just, I'm just surprised. I'm okay. surprised you guys know about all these. <laughs> now, here's the question: Have you guys seen Lloyd? I, I had not. I would be, I would be extra surprised if you guys had seen that. But, but I have been surprised. Like, there are people who have come up to me and it's like, "Oh, I love you in that movie," and I'm like, "You saw that?" <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, no, I'm good. No, but I'm, I'm just glad. Like, I'm making that, but I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Pretty much. <laughs> Far off. 
speaking of speaking of making films one one thing that simon and i often talk to uh, talk about when we talk to um the actors like yourselves is we always talk about sequels and if there isn't a sequel we want to make a sequel so would you be in little giants 2 if we can get get the ball rolling sure <laughs> well, well I, I'm just upset that, they, that, that, that we don't have a TV show because they're making the the, uh, the Sandlot TV show. Oh, right. no, we can make that happen. Yeah, and, and, and I think they're doing the Mighty Ducks TV show as well. Americana. They're getting getting all the original people back. I'm like, hey, if they, they get one, we could get one. Cobra <laughs> Kai from the Karate Kid as well. <laughs> obsessed right, with Cobra yeah. Kai. Obsessed with Cobra Kai. <laughs> obsessed wow. absolutely obsessed we uh so when we were talking to marcus we were talking about um you know whether there are ever rumors and talks of there being a sequel to little giants to which he said you know there you know there was at certain points but we were saying potentially and we know that it didn't quite make its budget back uh the movie but but dom and i have a plan <laughs> oh boy we have a plan of we told Marcus this as well. So we're thinking, Dom and I, we're going to do a GoFundMe, right? We need to get about a quarter of a million dollars. We're going to do it, okay? We're going to sell T-shirts with, you know, you know, logos on. This is, and then we're going to give all of the money to Warner Brothers. <laughs> and then they'll greenlight the sequel, right, Dom? Absolutely. Warner Brothers made a slight loss on that, on that movie. Um, you know, if you get the whole Harry Potter franchise and the, the billions that they've made from that. They're going to need money, just that little bit extra, to make Little Giants 2. Yeah. <laughs> Un unfortunately, Justice League bombs so hard, they're, they're, they're out of money. Yeah, man. <laughs> this is the time for right. Little Giants. <laughs> right now. I don't even think people know how, how to make movies again for quite some time. <laughs> like, yeah. Is there, did you take props? Like, were you given, like, so you said you got the jersey. Did you get Yeah, we, we kept, we kept the whole, all the jerseys. Like, I got the helmet. I asked and for everything. I got the pads and the cheerleader. Yeah, the pad, yeah. We got, we got all that. And, um, oh, remember the, the, the football that we got mm -hmm. from all the, uh, the, the players? Yeah. We, yeah, I got yeah. We, we, all, we all got signed footballs from Emmett Smith and uh, yeah. Tim Brown and Bruce Smith and uh, uh, John Madden and all that. That's yeah, so we still, still got those. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. anyway, we, we could take those on Pawn Stars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. There's a market for that stuff. There's, <laughs> there really is. They'd go for a lot of money, but hopefully uh, not. You know, you don't have to do a Nicolas Cage estate sale just yet. <laughs> <laughs> that was so much fun. <laughs> Well, another question we always ask is um, about how many times you've watched The Little Giants. Because we've had some people that have been in movies where they say they'll watch it once, so they can't watch it again. And other people that have watched it loads of times. Like, roughly how many times would you say you've watched the movie in your lifetime? Well, ge I mean, generally, I'm one of those guys who I, I, I can't watch myself. I, I, don't, I don't like it. But I, I have seen it a bunch uh well, it's weird like I, I mean obviously i saw it a lot when it first came out you know we i, I was probably the only one who saw it in the theaters uh, um but uh I, there was a time where i i couldn't like you know like my, my folks were always like if whatever if they, if they happen to be you know 
flipping around on TV and they, they saw it like, oh, hey, Little Giants is on. They would, you know, stop and watch it. And I would be like, nope, I'm going to the other room. I don't want, I don't want to watch it. But, but, but it, took me a, it took me a while to finally, like, it took me several years to, to finally sit down and, and watch it again. Uh, and with, with kind of a, with, with an open mind, I guess, so to say, like, you know. And when I did, I was like, you know what? This actually is a pretty good movie. Like, for, you know, yes, the 90s sports movies were kind of a dime a dozen back then, but it was one of the better ones. Like, like yeah, even, no, like, I remember seeing, what was it? Uh, was it, I think it was called Kicking and Screaming, or the Will Ferrell, like, and I was like, oh, this movie is terrible. Like, <laughs> it's, but, but, not, but even, like, in a filmmaking, filmmaking standpoint, like, it, it was, it just seemed shoddy, you know. I mean, you know, Little Giants you know, look good. Like, you know, Janusz Kaminski was the cinematographer, you know. Uh, you know, it was a very, you know, top shelf uh, production, I guess I, I, I would say. So, it, yeah, it took me a while to finally, you know, watch it again. I'm like, yeah, it's actually pretty good. Was yeah. the last time you watched it when we went up to San Luis Obispo? I think it was, yeah. That movie theater? Yeah. It was a movie theater that had like a little reun reunion thing that yeah we yeah we shot we shot part of it in in San Luis Obispo so they have like yeah. a little so film festival uh, reunion then, yeah so when we when we spoke to Marcus about it Marcus said that he he'd watched it quite a lot of times but mostly because other people make him watch it yeah yeah, is yeah. That <laughs> what happens to yourselves yeah, yeah. definitely <laughs> the, the the weirdest thing is like the amount of like other friends who I have who who have still not never seen it like I, I, I like one of my best friends has never seen it and he's like you know what I don't plan on it <laughs> he's like I feel like at this point <laughs> it's like I'm just gonna make it my goal never to watch it how many times Sean would you say you've seen it oh god probably the same you know dozens over it's been a long time but yeah. the last time was with Todd that was what Six, six, five, six, seven years ago, maybe. Yeah. Okay. But, um, I'd say I've probably seen it twenty-five times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I, and I, and I, I, I think it's one of those things you have to watch when you're younger to have it have like such a spot in your heart. Because for a while yeah. there wasn't a lot of kids content. You know, like I think like Little Giants and a couple of those movies, they were a reason why there wasn't a lot of kids content for so long because people for some reason didn't think that like on a mainstream, it would make money. Right. And then all of a sudden, like people wised up to that. <laughs> and then also there's so many platforms to watch things nowadays. Yeah. You, know, you don't just have like a VHS anymore. Right. There's a million different outlets to have programs on so it's not like just the same 20 kids movies that people are recycling for the last like dec you know two decades like now there's right. like there's new content so i don't know it's for a while it was just like that's all that seemed to be was like mighty ducks sandlot little giants and like you know disney shows then disney shows got really popular you know i don't know it's just it's so weird like it's just yeah, I mean, I mean, they, they don't really, they don't really make them anymore. They, I mean, I mean, they say, I mean, they, they don't make them like they used to, but they really don't. They really don't. It's, yeah, like that had a lot of production the, value, man. Like that took forever. Like, and that's really it. Like, yeah, they put a lot of 
geez, I mean, it's five months for filming, but just the, I mean, how many months was there of casting and? Oh yeah. I feel like it was six months at least for casting. So, so long, like so long. Like I literally went from being 10 to 12 years old. Like it's like all of yeah. a sudden, it was crazy. So anyway, like it just doesn't happen like that anymore. And I think that like, I don't know, what a crazy, what a crazy experience. But, um, but yeah, anyway, I don't blame, I don't, I don't blame Rick for any of the stuff that was going on. Like I can't even imagine doing a movie and being away from your children in that. Right. situation so anyway what is it was it was a it was a whirlwind and yet it, it lasted forever <laughs> <laughs> yes well apparently the rumor is that uh rick moranis might be starting to to come back into into roles apparently look i remember somebody asking at the press thing like what's what's next for you and he made like some sort of joke basically saying like well the same role that i always play like what else do you expect <laughs> from me and I think that's where his head was at, was like, I'm just doing the same thing. I'd rather be with my children. And I don't know, like, I respect him so much for that. So if he wants yeah. to come back, I think, I think now he could actually do whatever the heck he wanted. He, now he's not stereotyped. Like, it's, wouldn't you love to see him play, like, a badass in some role? Like, that'd be amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I would actually love to see him in a dramatic part. I think he oh, would yeah. be fantastic. Like, I don't know. I, I I, I wish him well. Like I, oh, yeah. that, that that must have been what a difficult thing. Because there was actually two directors on that movie. Um, Brian Levant came in at the end. He was the director of the Flintstones movie. Um, Dwayne went into editing because they had to wrap. They, I mean, the movie was like coming out in October, and we were yeah. still like filming in what August or something. Like it was or June. <laughs> it was nuts. So he had to edit while we were still filming, and they brought in Brian to just wrap up and do some of the harder stuff um the action stuff and i remember brian levant saying that like rick was was like two different people you know he was a lot lighter and he was just different on the flintstones and he was on on little giants and i even think he was maybe the one who told everybody what had happened i don't even think people had knew what had happened while we were filming like we just we were like oh he's just an, an aloof guy i guess and then later on we were like oh hmm shit you know <laughs> that makes sense so you know i'll never forget brian saying he's just like two different people and i would be too i mean like if i lost my husband i, I can't even imagine i can't even imagine so anyway um the fact that he even was i don't know i just i can see why he quit and, yeah. and how many actors do that how many actors have the balls to say you know what i'm good yeah. i've had a good career my children are more important. I mean, how many actors say my children are more important? Right. Not a lot. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I don't know. Like, it's very commendable because he, I'm sure he was in like the, the peak that so he would have been getting offered a lot of big, oh, yeah. a lot of money. So uh, I think, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, if anything, it makes you like him even more because it's exactly. like, well, he's just a really nice guy and he exactly. needs to look after his family. So completely. So, like, all I was actually... I was actually almost going to be in Big Bully, which was his last, last movie that he made. Because I was, yeah, because I think I auditioned for, the, well, actually, the kid who played the young Rick Moranis in Little Giants was the one who ended up playing. Oh, yeah. His son or, his son, yeah, I think it was his son in, in that movie. Um, 
and I think I think I think I auditioned for a couple different parts, and I almost got it, but then I I, I didn't. But um, uh, yeah, and then and then and then it's when he uh, stopped. But and then I feel like he'd have the pick of the litter, so good for him. <laughs> yes. You know, like he could literally do whatever he wanted right now. So absolutely. That's that's that's. Yeah. Uh, I think wasn't he wasn't it mentioned that he was going to be in the next Ghostbusters film because with the. Um, no, so I, think, I think they said he's going to be. He's going to do the next uh, the 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 uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I think Joe Johnston's directing it as well, and oh, I think wow. Josh Gad is playing his son. Nice. Uh, I, I, I love the special effects they're going to have in that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they do the old school ones though. Do just I like guess, actual size difference. Yeah. <laughs> What would you guys say your like favorite memory was from the filming of Little Giants? Man, there's a lot of them. Oh. Or just a couple like highlights. I think when we went up to San Luis Obispo, we all were basically like we're all in the same hotel room together and it was just kind of no, like no. camp camp with everybody. Yeah. yeah. That was really fun. Yeah. I'll never forget all of us huddled in a room watching watching O.J. Simpson running run his Bronco, and we were like, what's going on? Yep. <laughs> <Remember> that? <laughs> we were all together doing that. Um, that was a good, I mean, you know. Yeah. It's not an on-set memory, but it was all the offsets, offset stuff was really fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, shooting it was hard. Like, I mean, it was, we were shooting, you know, yeah. we were in pads in 95 degree heat in the middle of summer Dude, 100 degree heat i got heat stroke yeah. do you remember when i passed out oh, I, I did and then too. after that all of a sudden after that it was they had to bring a medic to wake me up with smelling salts that oh, i was really? I yeah I because originally they left me with a wool sweater with pads and another shirt in like 103 degree weather underneath hot lights Right. No water, no nothing. I'll never forget just like feeling dizzy and then seeing the grass come up to my face. I didn't feel falling. <laughs> I didn't feel yeah. falling. And then I woke up to the medic. And then after that, it was misters for the kids, people walking around with water bottles, uh, you know, shade. All of a sudden, yeah. we got shade and chairs. It wasn't just Rick and Ed. Everybody got uh, yeah. shade and chairs. Uh, you know. Yeah, no, I I think I contributed to that as well because towels in them for everybody but that, oh, yeah, that only happened the, after i got heat stroke <laughs> yeah you, you must have got heat, heat stroke and i i like hyperventilated yeah yeah and then because i remember they had they, they moved me they had a, a refrigerated room yeah i remember i remember they, they moved me into that there for like five minutes just so i could cool down and then yeah and then after <laughs> that they're like yeah maybe we should <laughs> look after Take these kids a little bit <laughs> god yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's there's probably a lot of people out there that there's a lot of people out there now that owe you a lot of thanks because um uh, you know the the rights that that kids get on on film sets and stuff now are are probably very very different to uh, what you had at the time so oh, yeah. your suffering has allowed <laughs> others to uh, have a better film career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they were pretty good with stuff. I mean, they were really strict. Yeah. You could only work a certain amount of numbers. They're strict strict with school. Like everything was really strict. Just everybody overlooked this one very crucial thing <laughs> water <laughs> and yeah. water in a hundred degree weather like everybody was just by that point jesus that was towards the end they were just trying to wrap it up you know like yeah. god 
and and there were at that for for <laughs> for for every kid we had like three stunt doubles so they had high schools from all around so they had like we each had like three stunt doubles so you can imagine like four sets of like teams just like there was just so many people like there were so many it was huge there were so many people it was massive um god Mind i remember me. that one my, 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 my stunt double was a, yeah, was a girl Yes. Oh really? Yes, mine was a boy, yes. and they teased him. Until I, actually, they teased him until I I kind of beat up the one kid who was teasing him, and I was like, if "You're you know, you're teasing him, you're teasing me," type thing. Like he's doing his job. <laughs> well, I'll never forget. He was leaning back eating cereal, and I took the back of his chair and like pushed it down, and so like he fell backwards, and it's just like, don't make fun of him anymore. <laughs> very yeah. ice books. That's yeah. very ice books like. It was, I mean, it wasn't difficult to be that character. It still is me. Sometimes I look at my husband, I'm like, because you're here, that person is not getting to talking to. <laughs> I don't want to embarrass you, but if you weren't here, honey, I'd be coming home with a story. <laughs> sure, I can ask you, this is important question. And Dom yeah, I, know, and I, I know what he's going to ask because I've been burning to ask it as well. <laughs> you, you ask it, Dom. Yeah, well, I don't mind. Go on. So, well, directorial decisions are very, very important. Very important. So if someone makes a mistake, they go, right, let's stop there. Let's go back and do it again. Now, when one of your scenes, when uh, it's you and Rick, um, you are having quite a, a heated little argument um, about your mother who ran away and then you run up the stairs and as you're running up the stairs you fall and one thing that we've been burning to ask is did you mean to fall or did you trip and they kept it in well here's the thing that <laughs> first off that day blew because <laughs> after rick did his lines he left and they oh. did his close-ups first and the woman who was our our, you know, supposed to do our dialogue with was like, you gotta give him your all every time for him. You gotta give him your all. She was crazy. She'd get like right up in your face. I probably shouldn't oh, say that. Oh, is this Dawn? Yeah, Dawn. You know, she'd get like right there, <laughs> right up in your face. And you're just like, whoa, lady. And so, uh, you know, I, I was just like crying and give it to him all. So by the time he left, I was just spent. I was so done, you know, after like 80 takes of Rick. And then I turn around, he leaves and I'm doing my scenes with, with, with crazy Dawn, who's just like, <laughs> who's just like, you know, it's so hard to look at. Just, just seriously, while you're doing lines. And um, I was so tired and they had switched everything around and they had left, um, I don't know if you guys, know, when they put lights down, they have these like heavy sandbags and sometimes the sandbags are like uh, uh, ball bearing bags, you know, like these little, they're like ball bearings instead of sandbags. And they had like one of those little ones that they left on the stairs. And I actually, I bit it pretty hard because I, I, I hit, I tripped over the sandbag that they had left on the stairs. And of all the takes that they did, they left that one in. And that's actually one of the reasons why I love Dwayne and I love his editings because he'll find, I, I must've been like, so exhausted by that point. I mean, I had said those words so many times. Um, I don't know, I was just so tired. Like he, he found the one take that had like a little something extra to it, you know, yeah. because I, 
I, I mean, like, I still watch that and I cringe. I'm like, oh, it's so much better than that. <laughs> it's like, I was so tired. I was like, I was so tired at that point. I just wanted to stop saying my little fullback. I will never forget that line. I will never <laughs> Why? It's just like so many times I said that. And so, yeah, I, I bit it pretty hard on, on by accident on the, uh, on the little, this little sandbag that they had left on the stairs. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll never forget that too. I'll never forget watching that in New York. I, I will say it was a, it was also it was quite a, a challenge um, getting <laughs> the snot bubble correct. Oh, oh, yeah. We need to come on to the snot bubble. That's a whole different yes. chapter. Hang on, time. But yes. right, Shauna, just to say that when uh, Dom and I and Marcus were talking about it, we said that we actually felt that. We weren't sure whether it was intentional or not because it actually lended a little bit more uh, reality. No, I was just so tired. I had been running up those stairs. Think about it. That was probably like the 80th take on top of Rick's take. So like I've been running up those stairs over a hundred times that day. <laughs> I was so tired. And when I, when I slipped on that ball bearing, I remember like I, I didn't even have like really any energy to catch myself. I think I, I, think I bit it face first. There were a couple of accidents. There was a couple of, there was a couple of times where I, uh, I walked in, they had a, I was going to the bathroom once, they had the big crane and they had the crane lowered and they didn't have any, any, um, red tape around it. And so I just walked forehead first right into the end of the crane. <laughs> I just remember like talking with somebody and then like turning this way, just boom. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think it kind of added to the scene because even though it was an accident, it's like when you're a kid and you have these big moments to your parents and you like storm out a room and you think you're being like, you know, Al Pacino in Scarface and then you slam, you know, walk into the door frame or something yeah. because in reality you're 10 and you're having a tantrum. Like it, I'm not saying that that's what your character was doing, but it kind of I'm, made it a bit more. I agree. I'm sure that's why Dwayne picked it. Like he's, I mean, I'm sure like, He's, he's really good at finding, like, like I said, he was already, he edited, the director edited the movie because naturally he's already an editor. So well, he was- We well, had like a dozen editors. Figuring <laughs> out how he was going to put it together. No, really. I think I told you, my, my brother went to AFI film school. Oh, and, no. yeah. Uh, I mean, his, his, his mentor for his thesis film was Don Cameron, who was the, oh, the really? main credited oh. editor of Little Giants. And I remember, you know, he, he was in, he's just, oh, my, my brother was in that movie. He's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I edited that movie. We had, I think you said, we had seven editing rooms going on at once. Like, wow. Yeah, because that's, they needed it to get it. They had a bigger. deadline, but it was like literally just a couple of months away. Yeah. Yeah, we were going to be McDonald's toys, and that didn't happen. That was a bummer. <laughs> yeah. I still have we're my really? uh, McDonald's toys from when I was a kid. I was like, oh. I don't remember that. Yeah, we were supposed to be McDonald's toys, but we weren't going to make, like, they weren't, they didn't hit, like, a, they didn't hit the deadline, basically. Yeah. So. And I was just like, oh, that's a bummer. The snot bubble, <laughs> I guess they really wanted to get this scene in because of how difficult it was to get because they tried a bunch of different things. Like at first, they literally tried to put, they had like a little, uh, little round thing with uh, some, you know, latex and they just stuck it in my nose and just to see if I, I, if I breathe naturally, would it work? That didn't work. It just, you know, the whole thing just flew out of my nose like a booger. 
<laughs> then they tried doing like shooting it in profile where they had like a tube taped taped to the side of my face and where they would just squeeze but but it looked like I was chewing bubble gum. So that didn't work. So eventually they just decided to <laughs> they they use latex, uh more specifically latex condoms, uh to literally <laughs> they just cut part of a condom out, tied it, made it into a bubble, glued it on my nose. And then just use that as a reference, and then they just CGI'd the bubble, you know, inflating and deflating. And then, and then, and obviously, then they had it solid. So then they literally, if you noticed in the scene when when it, when it's popped, I flinch because literally they had the, the kid. They put like a little needle on the kid's yeah. finger to pop it, uh. and it would pop. It was like a loud pop. And like, I, I, I did it a million times. I, they couldn't get me to not flinch. So, so that was just, uh, yeah, so just, I just, I'm just flinched at this bubble being popped on my, no, on my nose. Um, yeah, because you had a condom on your face, man. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you remember, were you there, Shauna, for the scene? They cut it, they cut it out, but they, <laughs> I remember, Yanush, the cinematographer, the whole rest of this, the shoot, you, we, we would constantly like give me shit about it because it was a scene where we're like, it was one of the training montages. And Ta Danny Pritchett was climbing a rope. Uh -huh. the scene, and, he's, and he stops midway up the rope. Yes. And the gag was, you, you know what I'm saying here. The gag was the rope was causing friction and he was, and causing the kid to get a boner. And my line was, think about your grandmother, Tad. <laughs> they ended up cutting the scene out for obvious reasons. <laughs> but the whole rest of the shoot Yanush would come up to me anytime we see him and goes, think about your grandmother, Tad. <laughs> like every day. He loved that. <laughs> he that loved that line for some reason. <laughs> he was great. Yeah, he was. He was, he was great. I mean, here's like an award winning. Oscar winning cinematographer. Oscar winning cinematographer. It on, you know. Who really gave a shit, you know, who oh, yeah. really cared. Like he, he was so, oh man, he was so He had nice. a temper, like he, yeah, he was not. Yeah, he did have a temper. I remember, <laughs> I remember once Rick, Rick kept getting in my light and he was mm. like, Rick, get the fuck out of her light. What is your mouth? Don't you know her light? And yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh shit, this is yep. You know, like nobody talks, no, nobody talks to Rick like that yeah. except Yanish Kaminsky. He, he was uh, super nice, like, like my, my mom, like, you know, everyone was, <laughs> Yeah. Everyone's mom, you know, was just kind of, you know, in the trailers or just hanging out off, off somewhere. My mom was like really interested. So like my mom, like was almost anytime I was like on a scene, she was right there by the monitors. Yeah. And so I remember, my, like my my mom said like one time, like she was next to the monitors, and Yanush would be like, "You want to sit down?" Yes. <laughs> and, yes. And she was like. Okay, I'm like, Mom, you didn't. He's like, yeah. Yes, he offered to 
just for me to sit in this chair while I was like, oh, that, was, that was nice. Though. Yeah, no, I ran into him a couple times even after the movie. Yeah. He's always so nice. Took time to, you know, talk with me. I mean, you know, guys like that really don't, really don't need to be, but. Yeah, yeah, I did. I, when I first moved here, I, I did a commercial. Uh, Mitch Dubin, who was the camera oper- operator on Little yeah, Giants, Mitch. was was uh was there and i was talking like oh yeah he's like i remember i would always call that the brave heart of kids films (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was it was was, the kid it was yep just that's a funny way to put it jesus yeah um how do you guys feel about little giants now like even talking about it now it seems like you both reminisce on it fondly i mean do you mind when people bring it up does it was it annoying at any point, like when you were a teenager, maybe, if people were talking to you about it? I mean, how do you feel? Oh, yeah, people are always assholes, but there's always nice people for the pricks. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? It's like, you just, <laughs> it's like you just weed out, it weeds out the people you actually can tolerate talking to and people who have issues. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, yeah. it's like, it's a kid's movie at the end of the day. So if like, people have like, I don't know, it's like it's fun. It's a fun thing. So yeah, you must have had people that would probably been jealous along the way, like when you're in high school and things that you know you you getting yeah. a lot of attention or that you know you're famous. Basically, I mean, is that did you ever encounter any of that? Like when you were younger, perhaps? Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of people I've never met who are like, well, she's like this. I'm like, oh, well, I've, I've never met them, but okay, sure, whatever, whatever gets them through <laughs> the day, you know, like if <laughs> you gotta you know a lot of guys i've dated i've never that i've never met you know that you hear from other people oh i heard that this guy said he dated you um well all right <laughs> you know <laughs> no but whatever John, have i ever told you that like a friend of mine texted me like a couple of years ago and was like yeah i was at this bar and this girl comes up to me and we start talking and randomly out of nowhere she says that she played Icebox and Little Giants, not I knowing never, that I literally know you. Yeah, that's not me. <laughs> I yeah. would never do I know. that. <laughs> he just started laughing. It's like, yeah, you, you, so you're, you're Shauna? Your name's Shauna? It's like, no, but I was just, it's like, you're bullshit. I love that. See, that's so weird. That's so weird. But yeah. to me, it's like, whatever floats your boat, man. Like, that must have worked for her at some point in time in the past why i oh man it's so weird yeah (laughs) we just saw this guy should we i don't know there's this bar that we used to go to that (sighs) probably won't go back there for quite some time but uh (laughs) this guy recognized us and he was like a hardcore fan and i just felt like he was like going to perform and he's like, please come back and watch us. And, and it was like, his girlfriend was like 10 years younger than him and could not possibly understand what the hell was going on, you know? And I was like, oh, this is going to be so awkward. But if we just leave, you know, cause we were next door having food. I'm like, if we just leave, then I, I feel like guilty, you know, like this means like so much to this guy. Like, so we, we stayed and we watched and he was, he was good. He was a good musician. And, it was fine, but then like Todd was great. He fielded this guy for the rest of the night while like this guy's girlfriend would not stop talking to me. I was just <laughs> like, oh my God. I, I was like counting down the minutes till I get the hell out of there. And I even told him before I left, I, 
I don't know how vulgar I can get on here. <laughs> I didn't ask you guys. <laughs> so whatever you like, whatever you want. Okay, it was like, it was like next to him. I was, I was like, this is pussy number one. I was like, you want to have sex with this again? You treat pussy number one with some respect right now, dude. Like, you're really ignoring her. <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, I was just like, Jesus, guy. But he was drunk and, and like, a super fan and like I feel I don't know I feel like responsible for I don't know like I don't want to be an asshole to people like that because I appreciate the fact that somebody even cares about that movie because I get it you know like I, I get I get it and that that means a lot to me so you know he had a good night but I definitely was like okay we need to get out of here otherwise she's breaking up with you like in the next five minutes because you gotta stop ignoring your 26 year old girlfriend, man. <laughs> She's freaking out. Oh God, that was such an awkward night. What a great bar too. I want to go back, but yeah. it got weird so quick. <laughs> These films really impact people's childhoods. I mean, when Little Giants came out, uh, Dom and I were seven. So it's like uh, the these are the films you grow up watching. And like you said earlier, and they're like VHS. Yeah, watching it so much you're like wearing the tape out and uh, yeah. I think also these films like particularly uh Little Giants and Mighty Ducks are like movies about kids that aren't particularly good at sport and the kids that sort of get picked last and sort of showing that anyone can play sport and anyone can be involved and anyone can sort of you know win etc so it's got that great undertone to it and then like what we were saying at the top of the podcast the fact that it's uh, got a female protagonist that's playing in you know what like a male uh dominant sport it's just got great uh a great theme to it so i think because of all of that it just has great staying power and is very impactful so it doesn't surprise me that people are so passionate about it they shouldn't be creepy about it you know in bars but <laughs> no no he was it was like creepy and daring when you're just like you know to the point where you're like ah, oh, dude like i'm just trying to save your relationship man like thank you <laughs> I really appreciate the heartfelt, you know, cause, cause I, I, I feel, I have that way about other, I feel that way about other movies. You know, like I, I get, like, I, I get that. And also I, I, Little Giants is rare where there isn't, there aren't a lot of, you know, female leads that, that aren't just like the side character that the lead guy has a crush on or who also happens to be a little good, who is just kind of like, you know, right. who chooses the sport over the guy, you know, like how many, you know, like how many, <laughs> how many movies do that at the end, you know? I just, I, it has a very special place in my heart. So when people, uh, I don't know. I, I, I will say, I will say, uh, Sean, Sean is a very good sport. If, if we're ever out together and somebody, oftentimes I'll get recognized and not her. And, and they'll, they'll say like, hey, and she'll like, I love it. take a picture. Take a picture. And I'm like, sure, you got it. I'll to take, take a picture. picture. Because like, oh, nobody yeah. ever in a million years think that, like, not only us, but when you and I and Marcus went out, like, yeah. you know, because Todd gets recognized everywhere he goes. Like, Todd always, it's always, you know, like, look at Todd shaking his head. He's like, oh, you know. Um, you have a memorable time. time. Good way. It's hard for us to find like a hole in the wall where somebody won't recognize Todd when we walk through the front door. Um, I was rec I was recognized in a planetarium once. <laughs> no, literally, <laughs> it was pitch dark in a planetarium. <laughs> I was like, "Are you a little giant?" I'm like, "How do you find me?" 
<laughs> Where's the weirdest place you were ever recognized, Todd? That was pretty. That was pretty fucking weird. <laughs> was, uh, uh, I don't know. I, uh, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> the weirdest. I, I don't know if you were there or not. Um, I think at one time I was at like Six Flags in an amusement park, and <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I was. I was with Marcus. Yeah, and it was the weirdest thing ever because, you know, guys, you know, you know, Dom, Dom, and your your age, you know, your age group, they would come up to me and like, oh, I, I, you know, I, I loved you in Little Giants. Marcus, uh, I don't know if you guys know, he he was on this show, Movie Surfers, on the Disney Channel, uh, uh, when he was a kid as well. And so I, I would so get guys your age coming up to me, and then Marcus would get. 12 13 year old girls going up to him like oh you're you were a movie, movie surfer and marcus is like yeah so it's like you get preteen girls and then dudes my age coming up to me it's like oh well it's one of the, one of these days we'll we'll get, get those girls emails of, of our own age <laughs> <laughs> but no it was no but it was Top of Notre, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, top of Notre Dame. Really? Notre Dame, yeah. Notre Dame Cathedral? Yeah. I was up at a Pre-fire? cathedral, and it was for the American president. Somebody was like, compliment her shoes. And I was like, I was like by myself, you know? And I was like, what? And it was this couple, this American couple. And they were like, oh my God. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the weirdest, just the most random, you know? Cause you're up there and it's so majestic and you're okay. like, this is. Uh, uh, here's here's the weirdest the weirdest uh, then, uh, encounter of someone recognizing you. Uh, I think I told Sean about this. This was probably ten years ago. I was in, I was with Marcus and a couple other friends in Hollywood. We were at this this famous bar called Barney's Beanery. Oh yeah, and, Barney. And we would do yeah yeah she Sean knows. You know, they, they, it was a karaoke bar. We would do karaoke, and you know, it was fun. We, we, were, we were leaving for the night, and they had, they had ballet, and so we were waiting for our car. And this big dude, like obviously shit faced, comes staggering over to me, and stuffs his hand in my hand, and goes, "Hey." You don't know me, but my name is uh, John DiMaggio. I I play Bender on Futurama. Oh, I just want to let you know I'm a huge fan of your work. Wow, <laughs> that was by far the weirdest. How's it listen? I was like, oh, I'm I'm a fan of yours as well. <laughs> I'll tell you a quick John story. Yeah, and I was um I uh, I, I was a performer at Second City uh, Improv. Uh, uh, group out here and I, 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 a bunch of my friends I, I knew knew him and so I was like oh I, I, I know uh, Hal Lublin and he's like oh you go tell Hal Lublin to go fuck himself <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, okay All right. he's like yeah and he just falls into this SUV and they drive off like he was shit faced he basically and, is Bender <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, 
it, it's cool. We're, we're, we're Facebook friends now too, though. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, but my, my, my friends were like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> Can you guys give us, uh, this is slightly off topic, but what are some of your favorite 90s movies? Like classic 90s movies to you guys, any genre? Okay. Well, obviously uh, Jurassic Park is yeah. probably, um, number one. Um, God, what an era. I know. I mean, like, you, I, got, you, got, a lot of, you got a lot of movies. <laughs> I know. It's not, it's not quite 90s, uh, 90s, though. Like, I mean, I was always obsessed, with, obviously, with, like, you know, the Tim Burton Batman. Like, I was obsessed with that. Um, Gremlins, I don't know, it's another kind of 80s movie. Like, I was... For, okay, for 90s, <laughs> I used to be obsessed with the movie Speed. Oh, oh Speed. Nice. Speed is classic. My wife yeah. and I watched that. Because, I, I think we saw that movie while we were shooting Little Giants, weren't we? Or did, did that we? come out? When did that come I mean, maybe, maybe, it was, maybe it was during Jack, actually. Because I think it came out after that. But. Dumb. Dumb. For some reason, Keanu Reeves in Speed always reminds me of your brother. Just want to throw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> what well, just plays one character in every film? <laughs> just, just, the, just the badass, man. But the plain. <laughs> that's a compliment. It's a compliment. I just rewatched The Matrix the other day, and like that—that's just the best movie. But I mean, that's nice. Yeah. And the sequels are so bad, though. It's I know, like... I know. But you just take the first one. Oh no. That's why we stick to the nineties here. We don't bother with Exactly. Damn straight. Stick to the nineties. The good ones in the nineties. Forget yes. the rest. Absolutely. What about like pulp fiction? Is that oh, yeah. that's why I said like pulp fiction, like I just said you guys were talking. Uh any I mean I used to have Jesus. When was Reservoir Dogs? It's ninety one, ninety two. I think it's ninety two. Yeah. Yeah. Well and, I used and, to say Reservoir Dogs. Oh well, God. That's a rough. This is going to sound bla blasphemous, but I think my favorite of the trilogy is Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah, I I love that movie. I was obsessed with that movie. <laughs> Unfortunately, Todd, that actually is blasphemy on this podcast. Wait, 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 wait! I'm not I'm not going to have that. I'm not taking that from you because Simon on every podcast mentions Die Hard. Die Hard wasn't a '90s <laughs> film. It's an 80s film, You're so, right. we can't, so we're not allowed yeah. to cover it. So Fire Hard River Vengeance is absolutely fine. Exactly. And you don't. It was an 80s film. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. God, that's hard. I mean, Fight Club? We've, we covered Fight Club. If you yeah. want to have a listen to our podcast and us being prats, yeah, then was, give was that a go. Amazing. I used to know like all the monologues for that. I used to know all the monologues for Pulp Fiction. Uh, I, I, I want. He has a soundtrack from from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I I uh, I keep going back and forth whether or not I want to do a, a one man show version of The Fugitive. Oh, <laughs> do it! Can you do it on the podcast for us? That would be <laughs> I can give you a little taste. No, it's it's weird. For some reason, I can do pretty decent impressions of most of the characters in that movie. It's like, like uh, I, I mean, I was just do the the you know. The, I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. And then, <laughs> and then you got like the bad guy with the weird accent, like, oh, Richard. He's like, uh, uh, so, so you can give the world Provasic. You know, like, 
there's just these random, <laughs> these random like key words that, that I don't know. I just always <laughs> Excellent. I loved it. I'm going to tag that in the podcast. Oh, God. Bosley, Har- show. Oh, God. Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones. Just watch yeah. out. <laughs> Can we play a quick game? Okay. Men, so. black. Men of Black was the 90s first. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> I still think about movies. All right. Quick game. Yeah, still on movies. Okay. I'll read out the movie. These are episodes we've done on the podcast so far. Okay. Shameless promo. But, all right. So, we'll, I'll say the, the movie, the 90s movie, and then you just have to okay. say when you rate it out of 10. Okay. Simple as that. Hopefully, okay. you've seen them all. You might not have. The first one we ever did was Smart House, Disney Channel original. Have you ever seen this movie? I have not. Dude, is that with, uh... oh my God, what's your name? Peggy Bundy. Peggy Siegel, yeah. Thank you. I was like, I worked with her too. (laughs) (laughs) As a teenager, I was more of like a, you know, usual suspects, seven, um, oh, Big Lebowski. That's another one. Silence of the Lambs. Big Lebowski, even though I didn't really understand it. I think I was <laughs> half baked, you know, like yep. saw that with my parents, even though I'd never smoked. I before. saw Big Lebowski <laughs> with my parents, and we were all laughing our asses off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about Saving Private Ryan? What would you give that? Ten, ten, ten out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, Celtic Pride. Have you heard of that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Damon Wayans. Yeah. What would you give that, Shauna? Yeah, let's give it an eight. <laughs> an eight? Yes. Wow. But Simon would give it a nine or a ten. For anyone else to give it anything above a five is amazing. <laughs> You're probably the only person that will want to listen to that podcast episode. So enjoy. Some things have a soft spot in your heart, you know, just depends. Fair enough. <laughs> Fight Club. Oh, 20. Really? I mean, dude, I, I have it on, I, yeah, Fight Club. What about you? You don't think at least 10? I'd give it about 8 or 9 out of 10. Dom? Reasonable. Uh, 8. Nice. Uh, the Mighty Ducks, the first one? Oh, it was uh, 8.5. Jonah, are they the enemy? 8.5. We'll go 8.5. No, I'll have to do a 9. I know. Um, are they eight as well again okay toy story 95 oh Whoa. 10. 10. 10 yeah 10 ready for this con air oh a <laughs> hundred <laughs> <laughs> come on you, you bushemi uh, what's oh my god, um, John Malkovich. I, I think Con Air is is a movie that I appreciate more now than when I first saw it. My logic, <laughs> him being yeah. a muscly it, guy. It's like but a yeah. fine line. It, it it's aged well. I love it. Yeah. So I, I I'll give it a nine. No. Yeah, I'll, I'll ten. Ten man. Ten. I have watched it any time it comes on TV. I'd watch that. You know that and The Rock. I, 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 I give it nine. Yeah, because The Rock, The Rock is a ten for me. The Rock is yeah. still, I think, in my opinion, okay. one of only two good Michael Bay movies. 9.5 for Con Air, 10 for The Rock. Yep. I'll do all right. Dom? Uh, I, I absolutely agree with The Rock being a 10. Great film. Con yeah. Air's 
probably going to get a seven from me. Ooh. I just went to Alcatraz. I went to San Francisco right before they shut it down. And it was just, you know, while I'm there the whole time, I'm just like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is where they snuck up, you know, it's so much fun. Like that's the best movie ever. Um, yeah. Goldeneye? Huh? Goldeneye? Goldeneye. Goldeneye? Oh, dude, 10. I mean, the game. We, N64. Oh, yeah. life. The game, I think, is better than the movie. In my opinion. Absolute, well, absolutely. But the movie yeah. also has like a soft spot in my heart because, I mean, come on, you know? Like, I, I, I'll, I'll give the movie 7.5. Bamke Jansen's so hot. Like, <laughs> what, what's funny is uh, Dom does a really good version of the Tina Turner soundtrack. No, no, no. Awesome. If, if anything, Simon sings pretty much in every podcast we do, and it was him. That sings Golden Eye. So give us, go on, Simon, go for it. If not, I will find a podcast and I will send it to both of them yeah, so please. they can hear you singing. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, this is a big yeah. one. This is a big movie from 1994. Classic <laughs> Little Giants. Oh, well. From 10 there. <laughs> I love you, Todd. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I was waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah. Making it was a 10. Yes. <laughs> You're in safe hands, Fierce. 10s all around. Uh, cool runnings. Oh, oh, yeah. 10, dude. Come on. I. Do you not remember cool runnings, No, no, I, I remember. I, 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 give, I give it 8.5. But I'm gonna say, I met one of the guys in that movie. I don't remember which one, uh, because I met him at an audition. He was actually running the audition. Uh, it was like for a commercial. It's so and hard for me not to make a pun there. I know. <laughs> I, know. I don't. I don't remember which one. What? Which one it was though? But he, no, that's was, a good two. Was Was he? Uh, was he sure? Yes. I it, ruled, it might have been Rule D. Lewis. That's who we had on our I podcast. Think, I think you. Yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah, yeah. We That's, had him on. We had Friend him of the on. show. <laughs> <laughs> He's a really nice guy. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, Sister Act. Oh man, oh, ten for me. Ten. I love Sister Act. That was great. I like the second one too. Yeah. Are you kidding? And then, First off, I'm a huge Star Trek fan, so like Guinan with the Goldberg, <laughs> like you know. Like right off the bat, it's like for the whole of us for the whole of our sister act podcast, I talked about the fact that she's Guinan, that the whole like almost talked about Star Trek more than Sister Act, which Simon didn't didn't like very much. But did you see um, Patrick Stewart talk to her on on her show about being on Picard in the next season? No, we don't get her show over here. Well, I'm gonna have to YouTube it or something. Yeah, he asked her to be on Picard the next season, and she said yes. And I'm just, I was just like in tears. I'm so excited. That is, that is very <laughs> exciting news. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Oh, what a great first season. Sorry. Wow. Hello. Hello, Miss Star Trek. <laughs> we all say we just did Face Off. Did you guys like Face Off? Oh, love Face Off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, that's, well, a 10. that's a 10 yeah. for sure. Absolutely, yeah. 10. We'll do, I'll do, oh, hey, Katie. I'll do it with my husband all the time. We'll face off to each other. Uh, the, actually, <laughs> face off. Um, so one, of the, one of the guys who I was in Jack with, his little brother was the kid in the beginning who uh, the, the dies. 
That, oh, I thought really? you were about to say yeah. he was the kid at the end, who it's Dominic hates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Adam. Rubbish. Rubbish kid. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so, basically, you're saying all of those podcast episodes are episodes that you would listen to and you would recommend other yeah. people to listen to. Oh, yeah. I see what you're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Todd, Shauna, yeah? Absolutely. <laughs> Amazing. Wait, what are your final thoughts like on Little Giants? Is there anything you'd like like to say in conclusion about it? Like how you feel about it now from a twenty twenty perspective or <laughs> I I mean honestly I think it's very emblematic of a simpler time, you know, for lack of a better word. Like I think I mean, they really don't make movies like that anymore, you know? And I think it's kind of a shame. Uh, like, even, I even remember, even if it, it uh, Sean, you know, the, 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 the cartoon they have at the beginning of the movie, you know, the yeah. one foggy evening, like, even yeah. that, like, it's in no way associated with the movie, but, like, even, like, something like that, like, they don't make cartoons like that anymore. It's just, yeah. like... I don't know. It, it, it just, I don't know. It, it's just, it's a, it's a shame. Like I, I, I wish, I wish, you know, something like, like the, those kind of movies would make a comeback. Are you talking about the Looney Tunes one that showed before the movie? Yeah. 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 I, I forgot that even happened. I forgot that it was even a thing until you just said it right now. I don't know. For me, it's like, I love hearing stories with, it's one of the few movies where I guess it kind of tells girls it's okay to, you know, be yourself. You don't have to be something for other, for other people. It doesn't really happen a lot. And I was so used to people telling me when I was younger, it's just a kid's movie. That's how I viewed it for so long as a teenager. And it wasn't until I was older and heard a lot of stories that I realized what kind of an impact that movie has. And I don't know, it's, um, that means a lot to me. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I think it's like a big, I think it's a big deal. So I've heard some stuff. I've told this one girl who, who's like, people called her icebox. And I, I told her, I'm like, you know, you're better than, than I am. You, you're already the real thing. <laughs> you know, I was an actor in a movie. Like, yeah, I'm tomboyish, but like, you have an actual skill, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, don't you didn't actually play football. You know, like you're better, you're better in real life. So but I've, I've, I don't know, I've heard a lot of stories. It means a lot to me. So uh, that's really nice. And, and you know, it, it was a film that meant a lot to me as a child uh, and to many other people, I'm sure. So um, the second thing I was going to say is just to say thank you so much to both of you for giving up your time. And that's fun. I haven't seen Todd in forever, so it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> more, but you're lazy and you won't get your PS4 up, which blows my mind. What's Fortnite, dude? What? Come on! <laughs> I gotta unwrap the TV. It's still wrapped in bubble wrap. Todd. <laughs> well, Todd, at some point we need to talk to you about Treehouse Hostage. If you're down for the journey, my friend. I will. I will. It, I, I will say right now, it's probably going to be a shorter episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then, uh, and then, Shauna, if you ever want to come on to talk about any other movies, like movies that, or, you know, movies that either of you love that you just want to, we'd love to have, uh, you know, co-hosts to just go, go through movies, you know. I think there'd be a lot, of people, <laughs> a lot of people would want to hear your perspectives, you know, on other movies. Like, we'd love to know what you guys thought about, you know, The Mighty Ducks, for example, or, you know, Speed or The Matrix or whatever um but yeah we're both so grateful for you guys for your time for coming on thank you we really this was a lot of fun yeah i really appreciate it and we're, we're both super shy so <laughs> but you know you, you can tell that you guys are awesome so i was like this, oh, this yeah. will be a good time absolutely good uh, thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure to get to talk to, to both of you and hear a bit more insight into the, the film and kind of what you guys are, are up to now and your lives and stuff like that. And I uh, hope you both stay safe as well in this crazy time. But yeah, lovely, really lovely to talk to you. Where can you guys like, support you or keep up to date with you? Or, you know, if you have anything, you know, websites, social media, any of that stuff? You go first, Todd. <laughs> I yeah, I mean I have a Twitter and a Instagram I'm never on. <laughs> but he also plays the voice of Chungus. I don't know if you guys do you have don't have AMPM over there, do you? You have AMPM over there? Yeah, they're like what the hell's an AMPM? Sorry. Anyway, it's this awesome character. Todd has an amazing voice. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> so he does a lot of voiceover work. And it's always, he, I see him everywhere with the voiceover work that he does. He's being very modest about it right now. But <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you shut your face. <laughs> Have you guys been on podcasts before? Like, is... Uh... I'm like, have I? I don't think so. Maybe one, one other. I, not really. But it wasn't. It wasn't as good as this. Is that what? No, you're... never. Oh yeah, this is by far. <laughs> yes, is, you know. I mean, would you guys say? Would you recommend to listen to rate, review, and subscribe? Five stars on iTunes. I... Yeah, uh, yeah. Why, why, why stop at five? <laughs> yeah. What about eight point five? You know. Yeah. Right. What's, the, what's the what's the what's the minimalistic thing here? It's con, con air rating, you know, eight point five. <laughs> <laughs> well, amazing. Well, we will uh, definitely uh, be throwing you invites all of the time now <laughs> to podcast. So yeah, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, please stay safe and uh, yeah, thank you very much. Oh, look. My husband, really quick. I did a movie with my husband, which was great last year. It's called Teacher. I don't know if you guys saw Ant-Man or know who David Dawson-Alchin is. Um, he's like an incredible actor. He's coming out in Dune. It's starring him. He's fantastic. But everyone's sitting on their butts. I highly recommend Teacher. It's three years of our lives. It was cool. Well, if there's ever anything that we can promote or you know do to help, then yeah, please let us know. That would be that's awesome. This was really fun. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, have a good Bye. rest of your day. We'll see you soon. Thank right. you. Bye. <laughs> Show me the honey. Steamboat Billy. Doot, doot. Don't want to raise your kids. I don't even like kids. His name is Robert Paulson. You're not even a has-been. You're a never was. I'm Woody.
Howdy, howdy, howdy. I'm gonna show you God does exist. I am invincible! Go, baby, go! Once again! I see pride! Junior! I see power! I see a badass mother who won't take no crap off of nobody! That's right! That's right! There's not a man today who could take me away from my God. Ooh, you get looking. God. It's like looking at a 